Hola, hola. Happy Friday. Feliz Friday. Welcome to another episode of the Latina Mom Legacy. This is the Friday, Feliz Friday update where I just catch you up on stuff, stuff that happened. And I try to do like little lessons or things that I've learned or try to offer you some sort of empowerment, um, whether it's raising a bilingual child or any anything that can give you a little takeaway um and it's totally unedited it's just me in the car today i'm in my husband's car <laughs> let me just tell you that a couple things first of all you know i don't know if it's just me because i'm short i'm i'm about five two and i have short legs like even though like some people are like five two but they have long legs or they're they're not that tall and they have like long legs i'm not that tall and i have like short legs <laughs> so every time i get in my husband's car i have to like put the seat like all the way forward and he's like and then i sometimes to be honest i do forget to put it back Ilona bronca when he gets in the car and he's like i'm eating the windshield <laughs> however 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 a mí me da bronca because every time I get in his car, I have to put gas. Is it just like, I mean, I, I don't know. Is it like a guy thing or does your husband or does your partner, like, do they like, like not put gas in the car? Like, what is the deal? I don't understand what's so hard about putting gas. Like, if I see that I have a quarter tank, like, I just immediately go and put gas. Like, I fill it up. I just, like, it drives me nuts. It drives me nuts. It's like, <laughs> So, if I'm driving and you hear a beep, it's because I have to put gas. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> oh, my God. So, I have to, I have to, uh, I have to tell you. So, today I want to talk about uh, a few things. So, first, 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 I have to give you the flan recipe that I tried that I was like, oh my God, this is so easy. I have to, I have to tell them how to make it because I was like, I was not scared, but I was intimidated. That's the word. I was intimidated by flat because <laughs> I always thought it was like so hard, like the caramelizing and all that stuff. I was like, I can't do that. I can't, but no, it's so easy. So I'm going to share with you how to, how to do that. I'm also going to share with you a couple things that happened this week and the couple opportunities that came my way and that weren't a right fit and how how you can take opportunities like this that aren't a right fit and how you can still leave the door open so that you can continue to receive opportunities maybe you get an opportunity and it's like what you were asking for but it's not the right fit for you like if you're if you're looking for a house and and you you see a house that you absolutely fall fall in love and and maybe it's not the right house for you like how do you how how do you still leave that door open for the universe to to send you like another house to send you another opportunity how do you keep that door open so we're going to talk about that and then i have a personal invitation i want to invite you to uh, my live workshop next Wednesday. It's 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 really like just a conversation. Uh, if you, it's called Discover Your Happy. It's if you want to get clear on what you want, uh, why you want it. It's how do you prioritize yourself, and how how do you make happiness a priority in your life? And you may have heard some of this in in the podcast or when you when you listen to me and my stories but this is an opportunity for you to like ask questions and really get 
get down and and get down to to your why and, and it's really just a workshop to help you become happier and it is free I'm asking for a donation whatever donation that you would like to to give because it is my time and it is it, it I do have to pay a zoom fee <laughs> but it, it really is um, it really is free if you don't if you honestly don't have the money I rather you attend and just uh, get value out of it um, but if you find it in your heart that you did receive value and you would like to give a donation, I would very much appreciate it. So uh, we'll talk a little bit, a, a little bit about that. So let's, oh my God, let's start with the flan. So, so growing up, my mom always made flan for like all of the holidays, like Thanksgiving, Christmas, we had natilla, buñuelos, we had flan, uh, birthdays, she would make flan and First of all, it, it was pretty amazing. But second of all, I always thought that it was like so complicated. Like she had like the special olla that she would do it in and she would put it and she would do it a baño de maria. And, and I don't know if you know what baño de maria is, but basically it's like when you submerge like a, a, a pot within a pot and you, 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 uh, you put water in it and it kind of cooks this way. So she would do it in un baño maria, but on the stove. And I remember like it was always so complicated, like she would stick a, a, a little toothpick and it had to be like the right jiggly um, uh, consistency. And I was like, oh, Dios mío, esto tanto trabajo. <laughs> like, I'm never gonna learn how to do this. And then when she was here a few weeks ago, before she went back to Florida, she bought the ingredients because she was like, I'm gonna make a flan right and you know we got busy stuff happened we honestly we never got around to making the flan so my husband is a big dulcero like he loves having sweets around the house like he loves having sweets around the house I'm not I'm I could I could do without but um but I was like you know what I have these ingredients uh let me let me give the flan a try so I found this recipe and it's very similar to my mom's recipe but it was so easy that I was like, this sounds way easier than what my mom had us do uh, or was doing. So let me give it a try. So this is this is the, the and I'll try to I'll try to keep it in <laughs> in order as best as I can as I try to get home here. Um, so first of all, the ingredients, it's very simple. So the ingredients are one cup of sugar. OK, whatever white sugar, just regular sugar. Okay, one cup of sugar. And the sugar, let me just clarify, the sugar is just going to be for the caramel. That's it. Just for the caramel. You're not going to mix the sugar with anything. The sugar is just for the caramel. So one cup of sugar. And then you're going to buy one can of evaporated milk and one can of condensed milk. Honestly, don't ask me the brand because I don't remember what brand I use. It's whatever my mom picked out, whatever, I don't know, whatever she thought was on sale. Like, I don't know, Borden, La Boquita, like whatever, La Lechera. It, one can of evaporated milk, one can of condensed milk. That's it. Those are your two ingredients. That's going to be like the main thing that you're going to use for your flan. Okay, you're going to use three eggs. Okay, so you have one can of evaporated milk, one can leche condensada or condensed milk, three eggs, and vanilla. So you can use like a like a, a tablespoon, like una cuchara, una cucharada de, de vainilla. Uh, pure vanilla, I like pure vanilla. You, I mean, you can use like the, the vanilla flavoring, whatever. 
it's it, it doesn't have to be like <laughs> I'm practical. <laughs> so listen to how easy this is. So those are your ingredients. Now you're gonna want to find like the 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 pans to make the flan. And so simple, so simple. So if you have a cake pan, uh, like if you make cakes at home for the kids, uh, just a, a, a round, I did a round cake pan. I suppose you can use like any shape, but I used, uh, I used an eight inch round cake pan and I think I would have been better off with a six inch round cake pan because si me quedó un poquito delgadito, like it was a little bit thin but but all good all good it was still good so so you, you get your your cake pan and then what you want to find is something else that you can something deeper than the cake pan where you can submerge the the cake pan in baño de maria i don't know if that makes sense so if, if you can like put the pan in a pan so what i use i mean i think you could use like and like those aluminum dishes not dishes, but you know the you know the aluminum foil things that that you use like for Thanksgiving or when you cook. Given they're like a dollar, two dollars. I, I think you can use that. What I use is I have a special turkey pan. It's like a deep pan that I use uh, when I make turkey, and that's the turkey pan. It's just like <laughs> side note. I watched this commercial. Uh, this commercial. I watched this TikTok, and it's so true. It's like. We have pans specifically for certain things. So that's like my turkey. Because it, it, it's just funny. I like I have my turkey pan. I have my milk, my milk pot. I have, you know, la olla del arroz. It's just when I make rice. It's so funny. But anyway, so I use the turkey pan. And so that's, you need that. And then aluminum foil. Okay, so that's your hardware. That's the, that's the, the like non-ingredient. That's, that's what you need. So I'm sure, I'm sure that you have this stuff at home. Like, you don't have to buy anything special. My mom had a special, you know, flan thing that she said it was like a flanera. That it, no, 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 you don't need this. <laughs> you don't need this. I'm telling you, I'm so practical and it, it totally came out. Bueno, what, what you're going to do. So first, you're going to, oh, you do need an extra pot I should say you do need an extra pot for the caramelizing okay and this pot like this is probably the trickiest part of of the flan but it's not even so 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 tricky so find yourself a, a I would say medium medium sized pot you're gonna pour the cup of sugar into the pot right and you do this on the stove and I mean on yeah on the stove on the stove top and you're gonna put the the temperature medium high and I would start with medium low <clears throat> I'm sorry not medium high put the temperature medium low because this is you want to start caramelizing your sugar and the one thing that I will say is be patient okay because you have to wait for it to heat up uh, and if you have it on medium low it's gonna take a while to heat up so don't get impatient because no se te está derritiendo, okay? Because if you put it on high, you're going to burn it, okay? So put it on medium low and be patient. It's going to start slowly. It's going to start slowly to melt, okay? And what what I did was I got, I got um, una cuchara de palo and I just started, when I saw that it was melting, I just started stirring it, 
okay? Not a lot, but I just started stirring para que no se, pega, no se pegara. And I just stirred and stirred and stirred until all the... You, you'll see, like, you start seeing, like, little clumps of sugar. So you want to make sure that, that everything is melted to the point where you don't see any clumps anymore. And then it'll turn a nice brown color. And you should have your cake pan to the side, like not too far away, uh, after you do, um, while you're doing this, right? Because after you finish caramelizing the sugar, what you're going to do is you're basically going to pour that sugar into your cake pan to create like, like the top part of the flan, you know, the, the caramelized part. And what I did was I, I put it, you know, so that it coats it. And then what I did was like, I got the cake pan and I tilted it from side to side so that it coated a little bit of the side, but you don't have to. You can just do like the top part if you want. And then you put that to the side. So you put that to the side. That's it. That's el caramelo ya está hecho, right? So next are, are the ingredients. So get yourself a, a, a mixing bowl somewhere where you can um, mix everything together. You're gonna want a, a whisk. I guess you can do it con un tenedor, old school way. It's fine. Uh, my mom used to do a licuadora. And you know what? You don't need to use a licuadora. That's like something else for you to wash. And <laughs> I, I don't know about you, but I do not like... The less... You heard that? You heard that beep? Did you just hear that beep? I have to put gas. See? What I tell you. Say <laughs> home, buddy. So, um... Okay, I know. <laughs> so I lost my train of thought because of this gas. Um what was they saying? <laughs> oh my god, what was they saying? The, we talked about the caramelizer. Oh the ingredients, the ingredients. So so y- you can do, do it with a fork. Just a mixing bowl, a whisk or 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 um or a tenedor. Uh, and what you're going to do is you're going to pour the, open the can of evaporated milk, open the can of condensed milk, and you, le vas a echar los tres huevos, put the three eggs, y lo vas, and, and you're just going to whisk them, whisk them until everything is mixed together. You don't have to like overdo it, you just, just mix them until it's, it's done. Like I know that I was like looking at stuff and it's like, oh, you fold it in, you do this, listen. My flan doesn't have to be perfect. As long as it tastes like flan, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I mean, if if you're like a professional baker or, or if you're like really into baking and you're listening to me, you're probably like, oh my God, that's not how you do a flan. I'm sorry. This is this is how, how, this is how it works for me and it tastes good. <laughs> so... So you mix them, you mix them really well, you know, until it's not like clumpy, until the eggs are, están bien batidos. And after you whisk, whisk them, you just pour it into your cake pan and that's it. That's it. You're going to put this in the oven and you should have your oven already preheated. I know the steps are like a little bit, I saw, I'm sorry. You're going to listen to this and then listen to it again. <laughs> so you're going to preheat your oven to 350 degrees. And what you're going to do is you're going to put the, you're going to cover it with aluminum foil and you're going to put water in the bigger pan or the bigger dish that, that you had, the, the bigger, like my turkey pan, if you will. So I poured water into that and then I put the, the, the flan with, you know, the cake pan with the flan 
um, with the aluminum foil and I, uh, I uh, submerged it into the Baño de Maria. Now, I didn't fill it to the top because what happens if, it, if, if the water starts boiling, then it, it'll get on, on the flan. So I left like, I don't know, like maybe half an inch from the top of the, of the flan, of the top of the flan. So, so what you're going to do is uh, you put all this. It's one, one thing, and it'll be a little bit heavy, so you'll just be careful, que no se te riegue, and you'll put that into, you'll put that into the, the oven, and you bake it for 50 to 60 minutes, and that's it. You take it out. When you take it out, what I did was, first of all, it's really hot when it comes out because of the baño de maria, and this was the part where, where it was a little tricky trying to get it out of the baño de maria because I, I burned myself. So I don't know if it's a good idea to just leave it there because I think it'll continue to cook. So I think you really want to like pull it out. But after you pull it out, I think that you should um, just be careful. I don't know if, if like there are like special tongs or like something for you to like pull it out. Maybe you have an easier time. I don't know. So anyway you once you take it out let it sit okay don't put it in the fridge yet you want to let it sit so that it becomes room temperature and then when it becomes room temperature uh, probably like after like an hour or so then you can put it in the fridge because uh, you don't want to put it hot in the in the nevera because then what's going to happen is that it's going to it may go sour so so once once you do that you oh i'm sorry i let me go back so after you let it sit for cool after you let it cool off like an hour you you leave it outside an hour then what you're gonna then you're gonna turn it before you put it in the refrigerator so at this point what i did is i just got a knife and and it's really easy this was the part that i was like actually no it was like really easy so just get yourself a flat plate uh, or you know wherever you want to serve it and what I did was I got the I got the knife and I just went around the edges like the rim uh, just to separate the the edges from from the pan and then I flipped it over and yeah that was it and it I was like oh my god it's so good it's so amazing <laughs> and then you put it in the fridge and once it's cold you eat it and it's really good I promise you it's really good it tastes really good so you can I mean people some people put cream cheese some people do other stuff but this was a really 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 easy I mean honestly huevos a can of condensed milk leche evaporada like it's not an expensive dessert it's really not and test it out maybe you can do it for Thanksgiving for somebody's birthday or just for fun like we just did it for fun so what do you think? It was good, right? <laughs> I figured I would share it because because it was easy. Like I said, I'm practical and uh, I ain't got time for, for, for spending like hours in the kitchen. I really don't. <laughs> so I want to talk to you about opportunities that you get in life and how sometimes those opportunities may not be a right fit for you. So sometimes you ask for... You ask God or you ask the universe or you pray or you wish, you know, for something, right? Whatever that something is. And sometimes life, the universe, God, whatever, whatever you want to call it, presents you with 
opportunities with these opportunities. And sometimes these opportunities are, aren't necessarily the opportunity that's right for you. And I think, like, I think sometimes it's like God's test or life's way of like testing the waters and seeing if you are ready to receive what, what you intend to receive. Because, so a couple things. So, so this week, so yesterday I had a, I had someone approach me about a possible deal about uh, distri- uh, distributing this podcast. And little old me that I started this podcast two years ago with just the intention of speaking to you from the heart and, you know, empowering the Latina mom, encouraging you to raise bilingual kids connected to our roots and just keeping it real and, and sharing our struggles and, and all that stuff. And I've been blessed that, that you continue to come back, you continue to listen and I made Apple Podcasts top 100 in family and parenting. And, and that was like a big, big, big thing because, I, first of all, I believe, I believe it's the only Latinx parenting podcast on there that, that made the 100. I think, I think it's like 65 or something, like it's like in the 60s. But it was a big deal. It was a big deal. So, so anyway, I've been looking for ways to, to grow the podcast because as much as I, I do this out of passion, out of love, it, it is a lot of work. It is a lot of work and I have to pay an assistant to help me, uh, book guests and, and then I have to spend time editing because, uh, as of now I can't, I shouldn't say I can't. As of now, uh, I don't have somebody to do the editing or I choose not to have somebody to do the editing for financial reasons. So anyway, it's it's work. It's work. So I've been looking for ways to grow the podcast. So so I just put that out into into the universe, into God and whatever you want want to call it. And I got this call yesterday from a big distribution company and particularly this one gentleman and who um, it was it was an awful conversation and it was just I felt um, I felt very vulnerable because um, I was kind of by myself and and it was just a phone call but I was by myself and I was um, speaking with a, a big a big big corporate white male CEO for a company that and here I am, little old me, <laughs> you know, trying to sound professional and educated and, and asking the right questions. And, and basically, in a nutshell, um, I was, uh, he was very condescending and he was very dismissive. And me hizo sentir, bueno, ni te digo, porque I don't want to give that energy. But, <clears throat> but I was like, okay. And... At first, at first, when, when I looked at that opportunity, I said, oh my God, God is presenting me with the opportunity. This is it. And part of me was like, I think I have to take it, or I think I should take it. Or even though it went against a lot of my values and a lot of, a lot of my integrity and thank God that I didn't, and I'm not going to take this deal, but, um, but 
I could have very easily said, <clears throat> pardon, <clears throat> I could have very easily said, um, no, that's, that's it, you know, n- nobody's going to approach me again, or uh, that's it, this was my, 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 my one-time opportunity, right? And instead, I said, I said to, I said to God, thank you, God, for presenting me this opportunity. It is not the right opportunity for me right now. I thank you for continuing to look for opportunities. And I know you will find an opportunity that is a better fit when the time is right. So you want to leave that door open, okay? You don't want to disregard, you don't want to disregard, you don't want to minimize the opportunity that the universe has just presented to you. You don't want to focus on all the bad stuff. And I tried not to, and unfortunately, like yesterday, it was just like, he got the best of me. But today and and last night, I, I, I kind of meditated on this so that, I changed my my perspective a lot so that you don't close that door because sometimes God life will give you these opportunities. Y si lo niegas, okay, if you close it, then you're going to prevent yourself from from getting other opportunities. So another another thing that happened was that I was approached by a casting company um, to potentially be cast like my family in, in a commercial. And I, I really thought, thought it was a, a good idea. But knowing what Victoria had to do, and I just, I didn't think it was the right fit. You know, she, as I mentioned, she is an HSP, highly sensitive person. And um, this would require her to, to be on camera with people that she doesn't know, with lots of lights, with lots of, you know, stuff. So I really, I really uh, didn't think that this was... Uh, the best way or I didn't think this was going to be right for her so and it was because it was a family thing it had to be right for all of us so I emailed I emailed the girl the lady and instead of saying like oh hi so-and-so unfortunately we won't be able to do this commercial or uh, instead of saying like uh, we won't be able to do this. I said to her, because that's all, if you listen to it, that's all in the negative, right? So I changed, I changed that. And my response to her was, thank you so much for this opportunity. Presently, or it doesn't like presently or at the present time, something like that at the present time, uh, I don't remember what I said for whatever reasons. Uh, we are not able to do the commercial. However, uh, period. And then I said, thank you for con- continuing to consider me for future projects. Okay? So you see how I changed that around? I'm already thanking her. She hasn't done anything, but I'm already thanking her for considering me for future projects. So, and that's a, that's a mistake that I see, like, like in, in communication, in, in emails, like when you write 
when you respond to somebody, when you respond to whether it's at work or like the words that you use in, in your emails, in how you talk with people, they have a lot of power. They do. So if I see this a lot and I learned this a few years ago and, and it totally changed how I write my emails. So if you, if you're at work If you're sending an email and you can't get to something or you forgot something, don't apologize. Don't say, oh, I'm so sorry I didn't get to that or, oh, apologies that it minimizes your work. It minimizes the effort that you put into something. We all make mistakes, okay, but it really minimizes all that you know. So instead of saying, I'm sorry, I apologize say thank you for your patience or thank you for being so patient I will get to that today or uh, it thank you for it slipped through the cracks or you know whatever it's not that you're making excuses but you're you're telling them oh thank you thank you for being so patient and it's giving you power those words are giving you power other other words that that I see a lot in emails are like I'll try, I'll try to get to that. Okay, I'll try to get to that minimizes, again, the work that, that you're, if you're not confident that you can deliver something, just say, tell them the truth. Tell them that, that like, I'll try or probably, I can probably get to that later. No, probably means that you're not, you're not confident in your ability to get something done. I'll try. You're not confident in your ability to do something. So instead of erase, I'll try. Erase a probably from your vocabulary. And instead say, I will get, I will, I will not be, tell them truth, I will not be able to deliver that by X date or by X time. I will be able to deliver it by the end of the day or tomorrow or whenever. Okay. Another word, just. Okay, I just, I just wanted to tell you, I just, again, you're minimizing, okay, you're, you're, you're giving people permission to dismiss what, what you're going to say, I just, okay, I don't know if it's coming across, another, another one is, I think, oh, I think that, already when you say, I think, okay, you're minimizing what you know, Okay, because when you say, oh, I think, I think that this, or I think that that, then you're telling people that you're not um, 100% sure. You're not, you're not, it's not fact. You're not 100% sure that you know what you're talking about. And you're opening that door for them to be, uh, to disregard what you have to say. So language, whether it's language that you use in emails, I give you some examples for emails. Or language that you use when things come into your life, when when life presents you these opportunities. Okay, the language that you use is very important. The language I tell my I tell Victoria, words have a lot of power. A lot of power. The conversation that we have with ourselves, the conversations that we have, what we put out has a lot, a lot of power. And the more, the more that you do this on a daily basis, the more that you are aware of the patterns that you have and and the patterns that you develop, 
And the more that you become aware of what you say, how you say it, it it helps you grow. It helps you grow and it really, really continues to open doors of new opportunity. And it's empowering. It's very empowering. And this, you know, your language, you know, that you use with your with your family, with your kids, with think about the things that you say. Remember, kids pick up everything that we say. You know, I always say that kids are a reflection of the best and worst in us. So if if you're negative, you're negative, you're negative, guess what? Your child is also going to pick up on that negativity and they're going to start saying those things. So you want to give them tools. You want to give them words that empower them, not that limit them. So that's my little, those are my little words of wisdom for, for today. Um, I want to, before, before I leave you, I want to invite you next Wednesday, October 20th, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific time. It's a little late for my Easterners just because I, it has to be after, after uh, my daughter goes to bed. It really does. And it also after dinner for my West Coast people. So I figured it was, it, it kind of worked out. But it's going to be, I figured about an hour. It's going to be just like this, just like this conversation. Uh, but with um, with you, I would love for you to, to join. And I'm limiting it to 10 people. If five people show up, great. Then you get more time. If one person shows up, great. Because you get more, even more time. If 10 people show up, great. I, I really, I have a lot of conversations and chats um, with moms that are just frustrated, that are unhappy, that... Um, don't take, don't feel like they can take time out for themselves. And I want to tell you that you can, that you absolutely can. And this workshop is to help you and to empower you on getting the tools, how you can um, create habits so that you can take time out of yourself and that you can dig deep and dig deep as to why you want things, like the reasons what you want and why you want it and why happiness why it's so important that no matter where you are in life for you to be happy and how we'll talk about like how happiness plays a role into everything in your life so so i think it's going to be fun i think it's going to be empowering um i hope it's empowering so if you want to join that uh, workshop like i said it's free or if you want to give a donation, uh, I will provide a link in the show notes. If the link in the show note does not work, you can go to milegasi, spelled M-I-L-E-G-A-S-I dot com. You'll scroll down and then you'll see there's an image of a girl with a heart and it says finding your happy. So you can click on that and you can reserve your spot. So that's going to be next Wednesday, October 20th. Anotate, anotate, que te, no te va a costar nada, no te va a costar nada if you get to talk to me. I hope that you get to talk to me, I hope you put your camera on because I like to see people and talk to people, but it's not mandatory, you can always just watch, but the, the point is to really have a, a, a conversation and a, a Q&A and, and for us to listen from each other and learn from each other and, and also... It's like, this is your time. This is your time. This is an opportunity for you to spend one hour to give to yourself. I promise, I promise that you're going to grow from this. I promise that 
that you're going to have a takeaway from this. It's really going to help help you feel empowered. So no tengas pena. If you can't, if you can't do um, the time, if the time doesn't work for you, send me uh, a DM on the gram uh, at mi legacy and tell me like what time works for you and then I can do like maybe a different, uh, different day or I can do another one. Uh, pero sin pena, sin pena. My goal, again, is to always empower you with the tools uh, to help you grow, to help you grow as a person, to help you grow as a mom, um, just as I continue to grow and I continue to, to learn, um, you know, building our community. That's, that's, that's the ultimate goal. So, anyway, con eso te dejo. Eh, no le eche gasolina porque... <laughs> a la madre. <laughs> Have a great weekend. Um, and now I'll talk to you soon. Ciao, ciao.